This episode of The Multi-Orgasmic Mama is brought to you by the Essentially Embodied Women Collective. Are you ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on intimacy and connection, and feel confident and sexy in your body? Then join us in our sparkly and supportive group of other like-minded mamas and women all around the world, breaking the taboos around sex and motherhood and sex and the sacred, stepping into their authentic sensual and sexual expression and having the most mind-blowing sex of their lives. Join us at tillystorm.com forward slash sensually dash embodied dash woman. Hi, I'm Tilly Storm, a holistic sex and jaded coach and tantric sex teacher, all around pleasure and prosperity advocate. If you're ready to take your sex life to the next level with my programs and offerings, meet me over at tillystorm.com. Welcome to episode 121, Hot Mamas. During this last round of the Essentially Embodied Woman program, I kid you not, I had a client whose husband told her that he would love to write in Tilly for President 2020 on his mail-in ballot after his wife had a 15-minute orgasm. I nearly died laughing when I read this comment in our secret Facebook group, but thankfully, you will get to hear from this amazing couple in just a moment, but first, I wanted to share with you what I would do if I, a sex coach, were president. A couple things that I would do. There are seven that I could think of. I'm sure there would be more, but the first is that I would take down big pharma and guarantee access to holistic therapy for all who want it. Yes. Number two, I would ensure emotional intelligence and resilience education in all of our schools. Number three, I would require pleasure-based sexual education for all of our young people and access to it for all of our older people who never got it. Number four, I would end human trafficking. I don't know how, but as president, I'm sure I would figure it out. Number five, I would fund scientific research to better understand female sexual desire, arousal, and pleasure because God knows we don't have much of it. Number six, I would require all humans desiring marriage to have a minimum of six months of coaching with a sex, love, or relationship coach. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, how many more happy marriages we would have and how our divorce rate would plummet. Number seven, I would enact a bill to help fund and encourage all all women age 21 and over to take my sexually embodied woman program and all men to take my men's sexual mastery coaching because it's couples like you're going to hear from today that affirm this is good stuff and everyone needs it. Imagine what a world would look like if we all broke through our blocks to pleasure, turn on, feeling confident and sexy in our bodies, and we broke through our blocks to intimacy and connection. Holy freaking cow. Wow. It would be so different. It's, it's hard to even imagine it, but look how much happier we'd all be if we had basic life coping skills to get us out of survival and into thriving, such as number one meditation, like actually be able to sit still and just be as you sink deeper and deeper into the truth of who you are and discover what that is for you. 
also to be able to have nervous system release techniques to get us out of survival energy and into pleasure and thriving. Number three, to all know like the essentials to pleasure, like where we learned that radical self-acceptance, meeting our bodies and our sexuality with present loving compassion, where we could invite and allow pleasure into so many facets of our lives and that be the norm. And number four, if we could all experience true sisterhood, where we all stopped being in competition with each other. We stopped using jealousy, you know, as a way to stab each other in the back, but use it as a compass of our desires instead. And if we all, number five, (laughs) experienced education in the art of being, where we started valuing how we show up and who we are being, not only in our sexuality, but in life, instead of only valuing what we're doing and accomplishing. Wow. Okay. Well, that's just a look at what the world would be like if I as a sex coach, we're president. So y'all plan on contributing to my electric election campaign in 2023, and we can get the show on the road. <laughs> but until then, be bold, be courageous, have heart, and do yourself a favor and go on this journey now because there is no reason to hold off any longer. The world needs us to step up and break through all of these blocks to pleasure, turn on, loving our bodies, feeling confident and breaking through our intimacy and connection blocks. So head to www.tillystorm.com forward slash centrally dash embodied dash woman to apply for this round doors close October 30th. That is just a couple days away. And now we have Shauna and Rick with us today to share about Shauna's experience in the program and even to hear about what transpired for Rick as well after supporting his wife through it all. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I have a super special couple for you. Oh, it's a couple. We are so fortunate to hear from one of the men who has been the wonderful benefit of another essentially embodied woman. And today we have Shauna and Rick. Hey, Shauna and Rick, how are y'all doing? Hey, doing well, good. Doing good. Yeah, doing great. Glad to be here. Yes, we're so excited to hear from you. Okay, I would love to hear just a little bit about you, your family, and kind of like what drew you to working together and doing this program in the first place. So uh, we're both in our 30s. Um, I work as a nurse in a hospital and a busy busy hospital. (laughs) We have two kids. They're six and eight. And and Rick, do you want to talk about you? Yeah, sure. I'm a, um, what would I say, a psychologist in training. And I was in the military for quite some time. And so, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I do. I see um, all kinds of people. I'm really interested in couples work. So I'm really fascinated by what you do. Uh, Tilly is kind of something separate, but very interesting. So We've yeah. been together um, since 2003, so that makes it 17 years. We've been yeah. married for 14, 14, yeah. 14 years. So it's, we've been together since we were very young. She was 19 when we met. Wow. Oh, that's so awesome. Young love stories make them last. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Well, what drew you to doing this program in the first place? Well, um, it was kind of a combination of things. 
we were having some issues in the bedroom. Basically, I felt no desire, no eroticism, no pleasure, nothing, hardly nothing. Um, I was really shut down, really numb. And, you know, we had tried like a couple of different avenues. Um, we did explored a couple different avenues to like kind of figure things out um, and nothing was really working. And then um, somehow my friend told me about this podcast <laughs> and I started listening to Tilly and um, I got curious and I went on your website and found the program and it was like kind of the first thing that I kind of did on my own, like without Rick's input. And I took a pause because of the, the cost, the investment. Um, and I thought about it for a little while. And then <laughs> one day I was sitting outside and thinking about things and looking at this new fence that we put up. And I was like, hmm, am I worth the cost of a fence? <laughs> and I said, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so I asked uh, Rick if he was on board and if he was would be able to support me. And he said, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. All right. So from lack of desiring sex, lack of eroticism, all of the things to finding the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast to going to the website and deciding to apply. I love it. And the moment of being like, oh, I just put up a new fence, right? Isn't it so funny how we value some things and like way more than we probably should. And then the things that like really matter, we never really stop to even put a price tag on them because ultimately they are priceless. Right, right. And it was like, sort of like a reflection of like, you know, how, how I valued myself, you know, too. So it's kind of like a, a wake up call in a way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I can speak to the, the guy perspective a little bit about how we, we came to it if you want. Yeah, sure. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. So I, I think, and the reason I wanted to be on here as well is because I have a lot of buddies that kind of go through the same dynamic, um, you know, and, and, and younger guys that I mentor and kind of have, they, they, they're really kind of at a loss to, I don't know, know how to communicate around these things or know what to do. And so there's this kind of dynamic that develops where the guy takes on more and more responsibility for, for the whole sex life. Like, you know, reading the books, listening to the podcast, you know, making suggestions. And it's really kind of disheartening uh, whenever, it, you know, that sort of um, isn't reciprocated. And it, 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 so it's really challenging. Right. But uh, so, yeah, for the guys out there, uh, I recommend uh, definitely support your women and like empowering them to, to do this kind of work because it's so important and very few things in life are exactly as advertised, but, but you're, <laughs> what you do is exactly as advertised. It's amazing. So, so yeah, we came to you whenever like there was this, this feeling of me taking on more and more responsibility and as couples go, you know, that, kind of creates like dynamics right where there's the pursuer and the withdrawer and the more I tried the less she wanted to try so yeah at one point I was just like listen I'm done dealing with this aspect of our lives it's like on you now to find something that works because mm -hmm. I, I was completely at a loss um, mm -hmm. so so yeah that's kind of how we came to you mm -hmm. interesting and I love that you talk about how you know you were the one to 
find the things to get the education to try and communicate about it because often I hear that it's the woman that tries to do these things and she feels like she gets nowhere so just so you all know no matter where you're at like what your relationship dynamic is it's all normal like generally there's someone who is a higher desired partner and the other is not and it doesn't matter if it's the male or the female I've always been the higher desired partner and the one pushing it you know to try and make things better make them more awesome so you know it can go both ways and there's nothing wrong with you if it's you doing the the wanting to make it better thing uh but I just love how this is you know I don't hear often that the man is the one that like wants to really work on it and do things about it so Props to you, Rick, for supporting your woman and finding this and doing it. Props to you, Tilly, for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I told Shoshana I'm writing your name in on the on my absentee ballot, Tilly 2020. <laughs> President Tilly 2020. Mm. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> okay, beautiful. Well, I'm curious um, if there was any other struggles that you want to discuss when you were coming into the program, uh, Shauna, and what were your big breakthroughs? Like what really happened for you throughout the program that made you have a huge turnaround and what you're experiencing in your relationship right now? Yeah, um, it was sort of like I was at this place where I was so shut down and like numb in every area of my life that like... I was just kind of a little bit of a zombie and um, I didn't even really like recognize a problem because I just wasn't really feeling anything. And, um, and so I came to this program and it was just like, (laughs) it was just like amazing in 10 weeks, like what can happen? It's like, I feel like I was a shell and now I'm like full, like I'm an actual person, (laughs) you know? And, um, and like, it's, I mean, in terms of like our sex life, it's like, again, a complete 180. Like, (laughs) like I said, I almost never like wanted to have sex before. And it, you know, it was pleasurable, but it wasn't anything that left me wanting more, you know? And now it's like, it's the opposite. I just like, I want more and I want more of like everything. Like it's not just the sex. Like it's like, I just want more of everything, which is the total opposite of what I was before. Like I was like this tiny little like being, and it was like, I, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know if I did know what I wanted. I didn't know how to say what I wanted. I didn't know how to get it. And again, this is sex, but this is also life. (laughs) You know, I still have work to do for sure, but like I have a foundation and I have like a place to grow from when before, like I didn't even have the seed, you know, (laughs) what do you think? Would you agree? Yeah. And what's interesting about it is like from the outside, you would never know that Shoshana felt like a zombie, right? Like she's all smiles. Everyone thinks she's, you know, and, and I think so as well, like, you know, full of energy, full of life, full of love and all that. But also, yeah, living with her, I know her quite well. So, you know, I can feel how she's feeling, right? And I can, I felt like this over time, this slow. And really, I think it, it was, I think it started, like, when we started, when we had kids, it definitely, I mean, it probably preceded that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But after the kids came, it was like this slow sort of um, loss of energy, if you would, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I could feel that. And I could feel 
the change and it was, it, I don't know, it, it was, it's hard. It was hard to figure out what was going on. And, uh, and now I don't know, things have changed. Definitely. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about the things that you tried before that didn't work. And, you know, Rick is a studying psychologist and, you know, so I know you all know a lot about therapy, counseling, and all of those things. And, you know, just having you, Rick, having that perspective and having tried so many things already, uh, let's hear, like, what did you try that didn't work? And then what about this work that you did with me did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, we spent a lot of money, <laughs> we spent a lot of money on um, different types of therapy and, and really the, the best, I tried to find the best people that we could find. And I'm not saying that therapy doesn't work for these things, but just for us, it wasn't what we needed. And I suspect that for most people that they don't need like a normal CBT. And again, I'm a student. I have no license certification. I'm not speaking for anything but my own personal experience, but, but for us, and I think for like my friends, um, I wouldn't recommend anything other than this for sure. Yeah. 100%. Uh, but we did try the CBT uh, for a while. That was crazy expensive. And then uh, we did a, a somatic therapist who was pretty awesome. And she, she helped, she helped a bit and she's still kind of in our lives. Uh, and she's amazing, but, uh, but again, not as good as what you did. And certainly not as, uh, uh what'd you say the cost it's minimal when compared to all the other things you can try is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Um, I did personal therapy. We did sex therapy. We did the somatic, somatic therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing we did or I did is a couple of different workshops at a kind of a resort here uh, near where we live. And those were actually really Mm -hmm. good. But when I was thinking about it, I think one of the things that makes your program really effective is that, you know, I did those things at this resort center and then it's like a very contextualized experience. So then you come home and it's hard to bring it back with you. Whereas your program, you're doing it in your home during your everyday life, you're incorporating it into your life from the beginning. And so it's easier to continue and it's easier to like um, incorporate it even after it ends, I think. Um, But the main thing, I think the main difference uh, between all those other things and what you do is like the issues were kind of deeper than than the headspace. So trying to fix it from the headspace, like it doesn't even really touch it. The other thing that I think was amazing was like, um, as a person who has a lot of like social anxiety, even with these people, these therapists and other people who were there to help me, I, I couldn't open up completely to them because of this like social anxiety that I have but I never felt that with you. Like I felt so comfortable with you and I felt like zero judgment. I wasn't worried about that at all. So that was like a, uh, like an entryway, you know, like from the beginning, like I felt comfortable and like I was in good hands too, you know? Beautiful. Okay, cool. Well, okay. You tried, what was the CPT? CBT? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just cognitive behavioral therapy. Right. CBT. Okay, cool. All right. So even the somatic therapy, I didn't know you had tried that. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, a lot of my work is very somatic based, but 
Yeah, it wasn't as somatic as yours. Okay. <laughs> it was a little different. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Well, tell me about the types of practices that really helped to awaken your desire and get this eroticism and passion back in your sex life again. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot, (laughs) but, um, the daily practices were huge. The morning ones, it gets your, your energy and your body, like kind of aligned and set for the day. And it, it draws your focus to your body and, you know, what you focus on grows and develops and doing that every day or almost every day uh, was really helpful. The jade egg was (laughs) so helpful. It made one of the biggest differences in our sex life and in my ability to like feel pleasure. I know, like you, like you say, um, in the description of the course, like it sensitizes you, it like allows you to feel more and feel more pleasure and all that kind of stuff. Things that I had never felt before that I didn't even know I could feel, you know? (laughs) So that was huge. (laughs) And I think Rick here can attest to that too. (laughs) I will say this and you you can cut this out if you want, but. uh... (laughs) She's not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) If you were to, if someone were to come up to me and they would say, Hey, Hey Rick, you're going to give me $3,000. And I'm going to teach your wife how to meditate and stick a rock up her pussy. And it's going to change your life. I would, I would call you a liar, but I'm telling you, that's exactly, I, I, I mean, I don't know, it, it, but it works. Oh my <laughs> and it's God. not a rock. It's a, it's a polished, it's a polished egg. It's very classy. It's, you know, I don't know. Oh, Rick, that's, you, you got nothing on what my boyfriend calls this thing. Oh yeah. What's he call it? <laughs> he calls it the hoo-ha omelet making. <laughs> okay. nice. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Find a way to make one of those for guys. You're gonna you're gonna make start making the big money. Right. Oh my gosh. It's so great. He makes me laugh all the time about it. But yeah, there's so many things you can call it. Yeah. But whatever, it works, right? Exactly. 100%. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um I also loved a lot of the breathwork practices and um, there was the power of truth meditation, which was really, really good for me. And there was the total self-love one, which I did a couple of times and that was really good. I mean, the thing about, (laughs) I mean, I could go on and on about the benefits of your course, honestly, (laughs) but it's like, you know, the progression of it and the different themes that we covered each week, like just like built and built and built. Um, I loved the, the one about power, the one about pleasure. I mean, I mean, all of it really, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I think those were the the big ones. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, Rick, I'm curious, like what are the big shifts that you've noticed in your relationship or your sex life? Like really either, because a lot of people think, okay, well, if I do this thing by myself as woman, then how does that really translate into the relationship? So I'm curious how you would speak to that. Yeah. So a couple things, I think, uh, number one, and again, like a lot of the, my buddies that I talk to kind of feel this way, you know, that like we both work hard. We both, you know, we, we have busy lives, kids and all that. And it's, it, it felt like almost like you were guilty for asking your wife 
like, Hey, we need to have sex. Like, or you know, I would never say it like that, but you know, asking and like knowing that she doesn't really want to, but also it's like, it's either this or, or have an affair or have an open relationship or whatnot. So there was like that guilt feeling always. And, and that's kind of deadening and, and certainly not erotic, right? Nobody wants that. And so now the shift I think is like, I, I, it's, it's actually been surprising when I asked, I'm like, Whoa, you, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's been really amazing. And just the, like the receptiveness, the, I don't know. And I'm, I'm like sensitive to her moods and, and all that. Like I can really feel how she is feeling a lot of times. And I just feel like the openness and the receptivity to not just sex, but, but just, talking and, and doing things and life like Shauna said before. So, yeah. um, so that's been good. Um, I feel a lot closer, feel a lot more like a possibility between us, which is great. So mm-hmm. there's definitely like, we're like way more connected. I mean, like we've been together so long, mm-hmm. but we are connected in a lot of ways, but like the connection is much more palpable mm-hmm. and like much more alive than yeah. it was before. Yeah. And again, like, in sex and in life both ways always yeah yeah all right well I'm curious like not only is the connection and the passion and the desire back but like the quality of pleasure and the orgasmic experience itself because Shauna I remember seeing a win in our secret Facebook group that was pretty remarkable (laughs) so we all want to hear about that too oh my gosh okay there have been way more than one (laughs) remarkable wins basically I mean like you advertise I went from like not feeling pleasure to being like multi-orgasmic seriously like like, it's like seriously like like honestly like I don't even remember which win you're referring to because there have been many since then (laughs) oh I think um I don't know, just being able to have like vaginal orgasms as opposed to clitoral orgasms is amazing. It feels so different. And like, for me, oftentimes it's a lot better. I don't know how, I mean, it's the multi-orgasmic mama. I can be explicit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> like my clit is like super sensitive, so I can get overstimulated easily, which is not pleasurable. So the fact that I can access that, like from the inside is amazing. That's, yeah. that's a really big win for me yeah. and for him too, I think. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and just like being able to tell him like exactly how I want to be touched is amazing too. It's just, and that's uh, honestly, that's one of the biggest benefits as well is, you know, I think most men want mm-hmm. to please, right. They really want to, um, I don't know, be good lovers and support their spouses and, and all that. But it, I, for so long, it, it was just guessing and asking. And you, I don't know, sure if you were uncomfortable or you just didn't have the words to tell me. But yeah, now she can tell me and, it, and it, mm-hmm. it's just so much better. You know, it takes all the mm-hmm. guesswork. And, and when guys are guessing, they feel, I mean, they may not show, but they feel the anxiety, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, is this working? Is this not working? Does she like it? Does she not like it? Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it just stills the eroticism from it and mm-hmm. just like decreases desire and everything. So um, it's just kind of nice to, to know like, oh, if she likes it, she'll tell me. If she doesn't like it, she'll tell me too, mm-hmm. which is new and awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she, she had like, like a, since we're being explicit, yeah. like, it was like a, a, 
10, 15 minute, like continuous orgasm. And we were just laughing when it, while it was happening. It's like, how is this possible? It's like, what is going on? <laughs> it was hysterical. It was hysterical. And you know, that, that's when I said Tilly 2020. <laughs> A 15 minute orgasm gets you for the presidential election. My God, it should. <laughs> Seriously, if everybody in the country could do that, like, can you imagine the world oh, yeah. we'd be living in? Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Oh my God, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like, I don't know, a week ago or so, I like started doing this breath work because I was just like feeling really like anxious and all this kind of stuff, just trying to go to sleep, honestly. But I was like, hey, Rick, this is like really cool. You should do this with me. I like, <laughs> out of nowhere, we're like having like, multiple orgasms yeah. like, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. <laughs> we just had a big argument yeah actually, and, yeah and yeah the breath work helped with just the the her and the argument and the energy flow and the yeah. like connection it was yeah it was yeah so that's an example of like taking the work that I've learned in the course and like applying it you know mm-hmm. and, like taking it beyond the course and Like this was after it ended, actually. (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. I also, I know that you were very dedicated to doing the practices. Mm -hmm. And I just want to point out that this is what happens when you do them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They are there. The container is there. The accountability is there. And it's up to you whether or not you do them. And how regularly you do them. But I just want to say that Shauna was very dedicated to actually doing the practices. And because she was, look at her results. Doesn't surprise me at all. Because it takes like doing it consistently over amount of time. And then it's like, boom, fireworks. But like, I can't make you do them. I can't like schedule time in your calendar for you. But when you're self-motivated and when you're like, no, like, super committed to the process mm-hmm. you get results like that so. yeah for sure what time are you waking up on the days you went to work you got up at like- oh yeah I just I woke up a half hour earlier than usual so like five instead of five thirty. and honestly sometimes in the mornings I was so tired I was kind of just going through the motions on some days but like I was doing it you know and I think just doing it even if it felt like I was just going through the, the motions helped And other days at five in the morning, I had really great experiences with the morning practices, which I think I also shared one or two in the, in the Facebook group. (laughs) This course is like, it's very full. It's very all encompassing. um, A lot of it is kind of energy and a little bit spiritual and kind of through the physical body, but it's, it's about more than the physical body. I, and I'm not a spiritual person. I have a hard time connecting with that, but I did have like some spiritual kind of experiences, even just the 10, 20 minute morning practices. Like I felt one, I don't remember exactly how it came about, but like, I felt this blanket of like love over my shoulders, like out of nowhere. Uh, Yeah. So that's just uh, another example of just like doing the work, even when you don't feel like doing it, wonderful things can happen. (laughs) Yes, they can. And I love that you say you're not a very spiritual person because I always say that I'm like the most unspiritual spiritual person ever, because I always identify with how you are very grounded. I've always been a very 
grounded person as well. And spiritual things have always been difficult for me to access, but the way that I access them is through my sexuality, which tends to be opposite of what most people are taught, right? You go to church when you're young, you know, if you did, not everybody did, but if you did, you know, you got taught the disconnection between spirituality and the body and sex. And I knew from such a young age that that was not true for me. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know. I don't even remember the first time that I, I had that inkling of inner knowing, like, this is fucked up. <laughs> like There's something inherently <laughs> wrong with this that I'm being taught right here. But I do know when I was 15, that was when I was like, I, I quit going to church. I got a job at a coffee shop and told my parents that I had to work Sunday mornings just so I could get out of going to church. Because that's when I knew that like, everything I was being taught about the body, about sexuality, it was just not computing in my head. Um, So yeah, I love that you brought that up and using sexuality as a way to access spirituality can be powerful for people who are really grounded down to earth people. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh yeah. There was one, there's one other thing I was going to say. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm like a fairly private person. Like I, the, the idea of coming on a podcast and talking about my sex life is not something that I, that I relish, but I just, I, I, I hope you understand. And I, and the listeners understand that I really I like the re even though I'm private, the reason I'm on here talking about this is I really believe that uh, in the work that you do. And I really think that there is um, you know, you're going to uh, you know, change a lot of people's lives through it. And I think you're filling like a unique space that, that perhaps, therapists and, and other kinds of interventions can't touch, uh, both for <laughs> legal and, and uh, just practical uh, reasons. But, uh, but yeah, I just want to support what you do. And I also think about just like a, a woman out there trying to convince her husband to spend $3,000 on this thing. And I just kind of want to add my voice to the, the course of people that come on here that hey, this is actually worth the investment. And it's gonna, it's gonna make your life better. And it's gonna make uh your relationship stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of another concern I had too was that it might be some sort of weird man-hating sort of guru. That's Tilly, right? Or Tilly might be some sort of man-hating guru that's gonna, you know, completely ruin the relationship. I, well, that I mean, guys think like this, right? They like, who is this woman, and what kind of craziness? Is, so, but it, but it's not that at all, and it's really, um, I don't know, it's really kind of empowering for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, by the way, Tilly is very pro man. For those of you that haven't checked it out, go check out how women unconsciously emasculate men. Cause there's my opinions on masculine men. We need more of you. Please step the fuck up. Awesome. Well, I'm curious what feels possible for you now after having done this program. All the things, anything yeah. <laughs> feels so much more open, curious, just alive. It's just like, you know, the future is bright again, you know, and it can, and anything, anything could happen. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> and for me too, like ever since I was young, like I've identified sort of sexuality as sort of like part of what drives me and gives me energy and, and drives me to do cool things. And because of that, I've, I've been able to do a lot of like cool things that you know, some, a lot of people don't get to do. Um, and when this started happening, this dynamic started playing out, I felt like I had to stuff that energy 
right? Because if I let it out, then, you know, it hurt the marriage, hurt the kids and all that sort of thing. So it's really nice to be able to have that free and loose again. And um, I don't know, it's very, again, empowering. I keep saying that, but it, it feels, uh, I, I feel more alive and I haven't even done the course. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like a, a desire to explore. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Got that adventure back. Love it. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, what, in your opinion and in your words, who would you recommend to take this program? Honestly, I think any woman would benefit, even women who are already multi-orgasmic, because it's like we've been talking about, it's not only about that. I think women who want to break down whatever blocks they have in their lives, um, women who want to connect to their like true authentic selves, women who want to explore like the limitlessness of their pleasure. (laughs) Um, I think we all have our own issues that we're working out in different ways. And I think that this program is so all encompassing that you can get to the root of your issue and deal with it, remove the blocks and expand your experiences and your possibilities and your openness and all that. Anybody that feels stuck, maybe like mm-hmm. if, you, if you're a couple and you've tried different things and for whatever reason hasn't worked um, and you just feel kind of stuck, um, especially for the guys out there, don't be upset. Don't be afraid to upset the apple cart and, and change it up a little bit and sort of, <laughs> um, again, just support your partner doing this kind of thing, make the world a better place. <laughs> Yes. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, any last words before we wrap up our conversation? I think, oh, one thing that I forgot to mention that was of my favorite parts, of course, were the one, was the one-on-one with Tilly. I just felt like, you know, I've been to therapists and different people and everything that I've done, like you were the one who was able to like get to the root of things and actually give me tools to make it better. And no, I haven't found that anywhere else. So just wanted to add that. Yeah. And one, one more thing too, the, uh, I think I, I, I'm sure there's a lot of parts that are, you know, the secret sauce to what, what you do. But I think one of the things is just having the, the guidance and then also the, the company of women. Oh yes. That mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't think guys can like there's certain things, certain ways you can grow in the context of a male female relationship. And certainly I think couples can advance sexually as, as a dyad, as a team. But I think just having that sort of support and I, I haven't even heard, you know, what you guys talked about or what you did, but I know, or I really feel that that was a big part of it is just having women to mm-hmm. talk about this struggle with and, and, support one another I think is probably one of the big things that you're not going to get anywhere else or in in many other places yes I agree Mm -hmm. that was huge yeah I love the group aspect of it you know it's so funny I resisted doing group coaching for so long like oh my god it was so bad I was like this is never going to work. And then when I finally did, I was like, oh my God, it works so much better. So I love the group aspect as well, because it really does take a collective healing experience to heal collective pain and trauma. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Which is the repression of women's sexuality. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for joining and sharing your experience. And yes, love you so much. Uh, you've been amazing. And I'm just super excited and happy that you said yes, because this is not just for you, but for your kids and for everybody, everybody's happiness and joy and fulfillment in life. And Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for everything you do. I can't thank you enough. <laughs> awesome. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Okay. Bye. Wow. What a story, huh? So from feeling completely desireless like a shell to having massive desire, getting the connection and the spark back and feeling like a whole woman again, feeling alive and vibrant and being multi-orgasmic for goodness sake. Oh yes. All right, hot mamas. This is it. If you want in on this round of the centrally embodied woman, you must get your application call in or reserve your spot at www.tillystorm.com forward slash centrally dash embodied dash woman. So get it in now. We would love to have you. We've already got an amazing group of women coming together. And I'm so, so, so excited about this round of centrally embodied women that are coming in as well to make the world a happier, more loving, more pleasure filled place. Is it you? I hope it's you. Head to tillystorm.com forward slash essentially dash embodied woman. And we'll see you there.